This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, heard Sunday mornings at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. It is 9.30 this Thursday, minus 13, minus 24 with the wind chill. Going to drop to minus 15 this afternoon as we head into a couple of days more. Another another big cold snap coming up. You are listening to Classical Mornings with Mike and Gene here at the new Classical FM. And uh, let me tell you, starting January 9th through until the 28th, the Groundling Theatre Company is celebrating its fifth anniversary with a production of William Shakespeare's Lear. It's happening at the uh, Harbourfront Centre Theatre. Joining us in the studio is Graham Abbey, the Groundling Theatre Company's founder and artistic director and actor and uh, man who needs no introduction, Colin Mockery. Welcome to the program, gentlemen. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Graham, I'm going to start with you first. Um, here we are, the fifth year. Is it all you had hoped it would be? And more? <laughs> I, I could probably say it's and more. Yeah, when you said fifth year, I sort of raised my eyebrows. But I guess, yeah, we, we started with humble beginnings back at Massey College doing sort of intimate readings of Shakespeare. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I look around, I tell you, I just stepped into the beautiful Harborfront Theater last night and saw the set and actually saw we have a lighting designer and everything else. And I'm like, boy, we've really <laughs> moved up in the world. So, so it's, uh, no, it's incredible. It's incredible. I mean, the goal of Groundling has always been to do intimate um, Shakespeare, stripped-down intimate Shakespeare. And, and, and we've kept that um, sort of goal. We're in a bigger space now, but, but the intimacy is important. I was going to say, how do you keep now. the intimacy? Well, we, we, the Harbourfront, people who know it traditionally, as it was formerly called the Demoria and yeah. N-Wave, is, is often set up in a pros setting where the stage is at one end and the, and the seating is all in front. So we've mm-hmm. moved the stage to the middle and brought in our own seating ah. bank. So, and really, when you have those beautiful high boxes in the Harbourfront, it just pours into the center. It's it's really, really powerful space. I'm I'm very excited about it. Now, at the risk of, of saying that this is um typecasting, Colin, you're playing the fool. <laughs> Thank you. I don't mean it in a terrible way. I don't mean it. My living, so yeah. it's it's worked out nicely. How did you get involved in this? The, the, uh, well, Graham, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, I've got the role for you. And yes, in some strange fit of madness. We've been trying to actually uh, work together for uh, the last little while, mm-hmm. and this came up at a perfect time. So um, my career basically is me outside of my comfort zone, and I mm-hmm. thought, hmm, can't go much farther than doing Shakespeare with these incredible actors. Yeah. So uh, I jumped at the chance and then uh, thought about it. <laughs> what am I doing? Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. No, but it's been it's been a great experience and uh, working with these actors and working with Graham and working with um, probably I guess one of the best script writers of all time. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just been a great experience. Is it was it difficult for you? Uh, it still is. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a different muscle from improv. Sure. The thing about improv, sure. you do it and it's done. Uh, yeah. You can't fix your mistakes; it's just there. Right. Uh, so it's nice to be able to. Okay, that sucked, but I can work on that and make it better. <laughs> uh, and, and as I say, everyone's been incredibly supportive. It's just been. Uh, a, it has the same feel of doing improv in the ensemble feel of it. Which nice, I love. nice. Right now, now Graham, Shauna McKenna 
is playing the title character. Indeed. Love yes. her. Yeah, oh yeah. God, you, and, you and me and a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. 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 But that's a, that's a great casting choice. What, what made you, you know, decide to bend genders this it, way? It's funny because I've, I've, I've switched as I've immersed myself in this play. When I initially did it, and I still stand by it, I, I just sat down and thought, Who, who's the best actor of mm. their generation ready to do a Lear? And, and I didn't hesitate on Shauna McKenna. I, we've been friends, but I've been a massive fan of hers for years. And, and regardless of gender, she's ready to fill this role. So, so I really had no sort of trick with it in saying, oh, it's a woman, look at me. But, right, but once right. I got into this play, it's extraordinary. There's so much about progeny and wombs and birth and, that, right. and, and even the completion of the, the wheel of fire and the cycle in this play when mm-hmm. those last beautiful howls of Lear brings her child back to the grave. It, it, it is very much a mother's journey. It, it's incredible when you see it. And, and, and stuff, you know, always when you put a different gender in these roles, stuff comes up and you lose a little bit of stuff. But I, but I, I'm, I hazard to say we gain more than we lose in this one. It, it's a pretty incredible uh, lens to look through this play in. It, it's really has neat, Shauna you know. done this before? She played she played a role. Is it with Hamlet? She has indeed. Or? She she played Richard the Third at Stratford. Yeah, yeah. She did that, and and I don't know if she's that. That's the one I know for yes. sure in terms of Shakespeare. Yes. But I, I I'm excited. I mean, last year we did Measure for Measure with with, right. with Lucy playing. We oh, turned the Duke it. to a Duchess. But it's really exciting to look at these plays a new way through through a maternal lens. They're always in my mind, domestic stories, and then mm-hmm. they've always been told through a paternal lens, so it's, it's really interesting to look at them. And that keeps it fresh, too. I think it does, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think you see new lines. I mean, I mean, people who know Lear, for instance, the, the, the famous scenes, one comes to mind where Lear curses the womb of his daughter, Goneril. That's very different coming from a mother than a father, and, yeah. and, and it's mm-hmm. extraordinary what it, what it does on stage. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I've just enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. I, imagine, I imagine, too, it's a wonderful um, opportunity to have a, uh, a correlation with, with uh, a conversation with Shauna and, and talking about a female perspective so that she must give you a lot of food as well. You're exactly right. And, and so many times I've gone there and said, look, I, you know, for, from my male side of things, here's what I'm saying, and, and she feeds me so so much. So it's a. I really love, and I have always, as an actor, loved collaboration in the oh, room. And I think we've got best. extraordinary room of artists: uh, Deb Hay, Kevin Hanchard, Colin, Jimmy Mizon from Shaw. So it's it's really been an exciting room to mm-hmm. be in, and a real collaborative room too. Oh, what yeah. a treat! Yeah. But you know what? You also have to have a pretty confident and uh, sensitive and thoughtful director. Too. <laughs> oh, yes. that's oh, nice yes. of you to oh, say. Anyway. You hear that, Colin? Oh, <laughs> I was I was going to say that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, is this your first Shakespeare? Uh, it's my first Shakespeare since theater school where I played right. the part of Peter in Romeo and Juliet, a part that tends to get cut all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so those were my it's usual... part. Yeah, that's my usual uh, Shakespeare experience. Uh, that and I did the player queen in Hamlet. Right. But that was like 40, 50 years ago. Is there... Is there and, you know, you're probably going to throw something at me, but is there... <laughs> Here, let me is there an, yeah please give me something heavy is there an inclination to improv within the role mm, or are you like restraining not with, yourself uh, not with the lines right um, you can improv in a way because you're in a perfect world you're listening to your fellow actors and every <laughs> night they, they're going to do things different so you have to react right. in a different mm-hmm. way and perhaps say the line in a different way with a different meaning mm-hmm. so you can uh, improvise within um, the, the acting of it and the, the, the text in a way, but you certainly can't. I can't go off and go, hey, 
Hey, you with guys. (laughs) What say if we... uh, (laughs) No, that would just totally ruin um, the entire production. Then you'd be in a Thor movie. Um, (laughs) uh, Graham, you have a live music accompany with with this as well. I do indeed. I've always had that with Groundling. As I say, when we started back at Massey, we had a a string quartet and did excerpts from the history cycle, very strangely, but but beautifully. And and from the start, I've had George Meanwell, who's just a phenomenal musician, composing... Uh, George is playing live cello, and this year we've added Graham Hargrove, who's a phenomenal percussionist on the other side. So we sort of have our, our, our two sides of music with percussion and cello. And Graham has a whole arsenal of other, I don't even know what they are, but he, he's brought in this, this arsenal of, of, of instruments, all in the percussion world. But it, it's quite extraordinary. So our storm, for instance, is all live, thunder sheets and oh, wow. kettle drums and everything okay. else. It, it, it's, so, it's a bit old school that way. But I've always loved the balance of of Shakespeare and music, not in the underscoring sense, but as a young kid, I was attracted to the language of Shakespeare because mm-hmm. of music, and, and I often hear it in it. So to me, and I'm in love with the cello, so to me, that instrument and Shakespeare's words are just a beautiful duo, I think. So, so yeah. So here we are five years in. Mm-hmm. Do you have big plans for the next five? <laughs> or do you I think you that what, far ahead? Th- those strange things, because I sit in this room with this powerhouse cast in this beautiful theater doing this phenomenal play, and I think, well, this, this is sort of it, you know what I mean? But I, 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 I love, I mean, I guess my big plans are just to keep going. The response to this company has been amazing. And our, our first year out, we, we, we won the Dora for show yes. of the year, which was exciting. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, I love, um, you know, I read a, a quote the other day that somebody said, to, to lock in those moments in your life when you're, you're happy, those, those, those instances where you can just look around and say, I'm happy right now. And, and I've had so many of those just sitting in this hall with, with a playwright I love and actors I love exploring the text. So I'm, I, I'm happy. If I can keep it going, that, that, that's my goal. That's all you can ask for. <laughs> well, I wish you nothing but the best, both of you, on this Absolutely. production. Thank you so much for coming in today. Yes, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Ben, speaking to Graham Abbey, the Groundling Theatre Company's founder and artistic director, and Colin Mockery, who will be playing The Fool in Shakespeare's Lear, starring Shauna McKenna in the title role. It's running January 9th to the 28th at the Harbourfront Centre Theatre here in Toronto. To get more schedule information and tickets, you can drop by the Harbour uh, Harbourfront Centre box office. You can call 416-973-4000. And to get more information on uh, the Groundling Theatre, check out their website, groundlingtheatre.com. And because you said you love the cello so much, here's some for you. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.